Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Thank you for listening. Happy Thursday. That's right, baby. Back to two episodes a week. We know you guys missed that. But uh, Brad and I finished our exclusive tune-in episodes, which you can still get on the TuneIn app. Just download that baby and get uh, 12 exclusive episodes of just Brad and I, which we're going to start doing more of as well. We really enjoyed it. That it, uh, It's how the podcast started. We hadn't done it in a while, and it really forced us to just uh, just be us. And uh, it's, it's so fun. So, uh, you know, you never know what happens. Like tonight, we went to the Clippers game, sat two rows behind the court, and uh, during the dance cam, Brad got on my shoulders, and <laughs> I mean, SEAL Team 6 SWAT security came over as if they like had seen Dwarf on shoulders before and told him to get off so fucking quick. Uh, it was nuts. But the game was great. Shout out to Adam Devine for the tickets, who will be on uh, a live podcast soon. The uh, About Last Night live at the Riot LA Festival here in Los Angeles, California, January 22nd at 5 p.m. That's a Sunday as a part of the Riot LA Comedy Festival. Uh, all the information and tickets at RiotLA.com. Adam Devine and Brent Morin are our guests for that live pod. So get tickets if you're in the surrounding L.A. area and come see us. We're also going to be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival April uh, 20th through the 22nd, uh, March 8th in Wise Guys, uh, at Wise Guys Comedy Club in Salt Lake City um, as a part of that uh, comedy festival in Utah. And then uh, just got word we're going to be at the Vegas Comedy Festival in May. Um, so pumped. So many live pods coming up. Um, speaking of podcasts, today's episode is a guest who I love so much. She is one of the funniest people I've ever met. She was a cast member with me on the new Mad TV. She's a member of the ma- uh, main company at the Groundlings, the pre- uh, prestigious sketch comedy group here in Los Angeles. Uh, who's been in the Groundlings? Uh, Will Farrell, uh, Chris Kattan, Lisa Kudrow, Cheryl Hines, John Lovitz, Phil Hartman, uh, Kristen Wiig, Taryn Killam, Mikey Day, uh, Jordan Black, uh, uh, Kathy Griffin. The list goes on and on. And, uh, and today's guest, uh, originally from New Orleans, now in L.A., uh, just one of the funniest people I've ever met. And this was her first time on the About Last Night podcast, and you're going to love her just like we did. I'm talking about Lyric Lewis, the one and only. Uh, this episode just has so much fun shit. She's obsessed with Jurassic Park. We closed the episode with a trivia game, which uh, I was surprised how much I knew. I love the movie, not as much as Lyric. Uh, her roots in New Orleans, moving from there to Minnesota, finding her acting chops, getting to L.A., her process getting on Mad TV. That's always an interesting story um, for for uh, for each cast member. And uh, Lyric just brings it. She's cool as fuck. And uh, after this episode, you're going to want to hang out with her. Uh, so enjoy this episode and follow Lyric on Twitter. Uh, her Twitter handle is one of the more clever Twitter handles uh, I've ever seen. It's at Lyric said, what? W-H-A-A-A. So hit up Lyric on Twitter. Tell how much you love the episode. Go back, watch all the Mad TV on Hulu, and uh, and uh, and tell her how great she is, because she's the shit. Follow me on Twitter, at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad at Funny Brad, at Alan Podcast on Twitter, at Alan Podcast on Instagram, Adam Ray 33 on Instagram, Brad Williams Comedy, uh, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, this weekend, I'm headlining the Brea Improv tonight through Sunday. So pumped. Brea. I was there co-headlining with Amir K. Now it's my first weekend there. Man, I used to host there all the time. I featured for Brad there so many times, and now it's my first weekend. So come out tonight through Sunday. 
Brea Improv, uh, Fullerton, California. Tickets at improv.com. I'm bringing Sandy Danto to feature Avery Pearson to do some music. Always fun, always different. A lot of new material. Come out tonight through Sunday, Brea Improv. Tickets at improv.com. Next weekend, I'm at the Kansas City Improv. First time there, baby, headlining um, July, Jesus, January 12th through the 14th. Uh, That's next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Kansas City Improv, January 12th through the 14th. And then uh, the following weekend, January 19th through the 21st, I'm at Comics in Mohegan Sun, Connecticut. That's near Hartford. It's a casino up there. Comics, come see me January 19th through the 21st. And then, like I said, January 22nd, 5 p.m., as a part of the Riot LA Comedy Festival here in Los Angeles, uh, live About Last Night podcast taping with Brent Morin and Adam Devine. Get your tickets at RiotLA.com. Brad Williams this weekend is at the Calgary Laugh Stop in Calgary, Canada, uh, Friday and Saturday. Go see Brad there, Calgary Laugh Stop in Calgary, Canada. And then uh, next weekend, Brad, the 12th through the uh, 14th, is at Levity Live in West Nyack, New York. Uh, great club, great staff. Go see Brad, Levity Live, January 12th through the 14th. Merchandise.com for all your ALN merch, E-S-T-O-Y Merchandise.com. Hats, shirts, mugs, posters, buy them. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them, take a picture. You could be fan of the week and win some more free shit. And, of course, subscribe on iTunes, man. It's a new year. We got so many dope guests lined up. Brad and I went through this guest list that we have for 2017 of people lined up and people that are on the horizon and people that we're exchanging messages with to to lock in. And it's going to be a fucking great year. These best of episodes were so amazing. I hope you guys have listened to best of uh, 2016 ALN part one and part two. It was really amazing to uh, to go back and, and listen to some of these guests and conversations. So many, you know, like the Mark Maron episode, for example. I forgot how just informative that was. I mean, he, he just laid it all out, his whole story, in, in two hours, which we never do. And, uh, man, the Wayne Brady episode, so many. Go back, listen to that. Get all the uh, the fun uh, clips, and then go back and listen to the episode that you might have missed. Uh, but uh, so many great guests are are coming so make sure you're subscribed and tell a friend tell a friend or a family member in 2017 pass it on say subscribe to the ALN podcast so you can get great conversations and make the day pass by a little more smoothly because there's a lot of bullshit coming at us in 2017 and uh, we need comedy so I think that's it now that we got the Twitter handles out of the way those are the tour dates that's the merch info now sit back relax and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny Lyric Lewis well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. That's uh, Adam's freshly pressed shirt. <laughs> it's real fresh. It is fresh. It's a nice color. It's not normal. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. It's right? like a nice uh, iced plum. Brad immediately was like, why are you so fancy? Fancy. <laughs> see, guys, see, uh, we when that's why I don't dress up because like when you finally do, uh-huh. people like get accusatory. Like, like mm-hmm. I just did like, wait, what the fuck? Who died? Like, like, why? It is always that. <laughs> yeah. You die. Yeah. You have some big meeting. Someone died. Did you have a uh, you have a third grade recital you have to attend? Mm-hmm. Well, well, what what's the deal? Do you have a commercial audition? 
Like whose, uh, whose panties you trying to snap? Oh <laughs> snap! <Girl>. That's true. <laughs> Do you dress up a lot? Um, semi. You can you can fuck with that. My, yeah, look at that. It's it, on the It's scroll. expensive. Yeah, it's nice. No, I but like, like pull. You know, you can you, all the top. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, there you go. Sem- like half and half because you you know like I'm very like I like to be casual cute yeah that's my thing casual cute okay that should be like a section of Old Navy it should where it's like hey casual cute casual just cute. like eh, we we know you're trying to be fun but uh, you still want to be comfortable exactly you're not trying to like outdo somebody no but just for myself so that way people are like oh she's sexy but she's comfortable yeah I like that we were rocking that JP shirt pretty hard. Thank you. We, you know, I mean, it's like literally. But even that, you put that on, you go, look, I'm repping the movie that I love. Exactly. I'm also being comfortable, but I also know that it's like this frames me up pretty well. You know we, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I was reading some of your bios and <laughs> articles and stuff to re- to research for the podcast, yeah. and then almost in every article. It says how obsessed you are with Jurassic Park, and then you show up wearing a Jurassic Park shirt. It was like, well, of course. Gee, <laughs> Like so now, do you do you feel that because this is in every interview that you have to wear like some sort of Jurassic Park thing on you at all times? No, no. This was was coincidence. It was fresh. It was clean, and I was like, you know what? This is fun. This is I'm doing. Do do a fun thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wear my fun shirt, even though my puppy that we just got is named Doctor Alan Grant. So oh my god, (laughs) obsessed. Permanent reminder of it all the time. (laughs) Now, oh my god. One one of these interviews I read said that you can that you literally can do every line dinosaur sound music cue like you could you could essentially do this what with the movie like when it comes on like i'm like and then like each (laughs) (laughs) wait what part of the movie was that that? yeah so that's like the um that's like the beginning when it's like after the boom jurassic park (laughs) and then it's when there's still an isla nubar and they're like with the velociraptor and it's the one that's in the cage that's like going crazy Mm -hmm. so that's that and they're like you know she's okay (laughs) but then that man gets eaten who's that man what's his name it was that black man they didn't even name him what because he was just a black dude he's a black man son of a bitch horror movie or jurassic park movie (laughs) black guy gets it first son of a bitch exactly spielberg didn't avoid it he was like i'm gonna let him get eight real quick <laughs> yeah then that guy with the accent that no one can really identify going shoot her yes that guy <laughs> that guy's great wait what do you never get what do you love most about the movie like when you first saw it, do you remember that mm-hmm. life-changing right i think so i think and i feel like it's the it, what i loved about it has stayed since then but I feel like, I mean, I always loved dinosaurs as a kid. I used to want to be a paleontologist. Like, I was into it. So oh, I think wow. the, when the movie came out, it came out at the right time that it kind of just meshed with, like, what I was reading. And mm-hmm. I think it was the actualization of dinosaurs in a movie that didn't look fake. Right. That made me right. just go, like, they looked real. Yeah, cool. Because, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of movies that had dinosaurs before. And, like, you had, like... Land of the Lost, mm-hmm. and that was like that really weird stop motion, yeah. like before Jurassic Park, Alien. I mean, but not even dinosaurs. It yeah. was like what other creature yeah. tremors? I mean, yeah, like you yeah. didn't have that where you go and like I can't tell if that's the puppet or if that's the CGI. And that's and then because they existed, so it was just like this thing of right. Like, I think it just like blew me away as a kid, and after that, it's like the same weird nostalgic feeling even now. But I'm just like, and the story is great. The story is great. That was so key. Good. Well, that's Spielberg. You know, he doesn't do a movie with a shitty story. 
Wait, oh, stop myself. Artificial uh, intelligence. Actually, yeah. that wasn't that bad. It just Great. wasn't. Now we're I not going to get Steven AI. on the podcast. Great. Because you're, you're going to listen to this episode oh, and be yeah. like, oh, listen. oh, you didn't like AI? Yeah. You, you, you didn't like me launching Jude Law's career? Oh, uh, yeah. He's Thank even you. admitted that it was terrible. He really? spoke yeah. at a okay. film class at USC, and I snuck in on it. And he uh, brought it up and was like, like three or four times, like was very self-deprecating about it. Yes, I love that. But I mean, I'm sure deep down he's like, "Now we're gonna." I thought it was great. Yeah, he's like, "I made it." (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna do a Jurassic Park quiz for you later. Yeah, and and just see how well you do. Now I'm nervous. Yeah, Yeah. because I mean, I've read it. It's. There, there's some softballs. Don't get me wrong, but there's, there's some, there's some deep cuts. So the quiz you found is like a legit. It's yeah. not just questions you pulled Damn. together. No. If I fail on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have like the hardcore fanboys oh, yeah. be like, yeah. you're for the shit. Yeah, <laughs> stolen act. But like, with you being such a big fan and then you being on Mad TV where we've had Piot on the podcast and his Jeff Goldblum is just ridiculously amazing. So do you, do you like... De- backstory to that. Do you demand... That he no. talks as Jeff Goldblum all the time. It was so weird. There, pull this down even closer to the. Yeah, you can almost even hug it. There yeah. you go. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So my boyfriend, mm-hmm. he Piat did a cartoon voice on my boyfriend's cartoon years ago. Okay. And so when I got mad, it was random, and he was like, "I don't know where it came from." And he's like, "Piat," and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "I think he does that Jeff Goldblum that I made you listen to one day <laughs> for like an hour." And it was him, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." I was piat the whole time <laughs> so I just made him do it like once but it was so weird to me because I was like I've heard this Jeff Goldblum before oh before I see I you only made him do it once you have self control I made him do it all the time and on my voicemail I love that you didn't have him do oh, any I Jurassic do, lines I should have made him do that just yeah like, Damn. Uh, people were calling I mean I, I always have weird voicemails and so then when he was doing it I was obsessed because I love Goldblum and, and I had him do it and people legitimately were like they either say great Goldblum because they thought I did it, or they'd be like, um, "How did you get Goldblum?" Because I made it sound like I ran into him, and then I just handed him the phone. I love that. But I mean, you know, it was damn. brilliant. Mm-hmm. I damn, I might have to copy. I yeah. love that. Just le- it, it, at least get him to say like, "Life finds a way." Like it, yes. at, least, it, at least get him to say that or something. Just all just on your voicemail or just as your yeah. text alert. Yes. Or, What's your voicemail? Is it standard? Yeah. Do you have a normal it Hollywood? Like, You've reached two, one, three. It's oh, so boring. Boy. It's boring. Because I can't think of a good, like, I want it to be good. Well, it's also like there is the, uh, like, my mom always told me uh, that to not, my mom always told me to not have a um, really jokey voicemail because she would say, for example, she's like, if Spielberg calls and here's just like stupid, like, jokey yeah. voicemail, he's not going to put you in his mood. I was like, first of all, at this jun- and by the way, this is when I still worked at Universal Studios. So I'm like, ah. I doubt he's calling r- at this juncture in life. He's and like, if he is, <laughs> I don't think of a voicemail where I'm pretending we'll turn to him be. Off and he's like, you know what? The voicemail oh, was like, what's God. up? This is JC Chavez from NSYNC. You reach Adam's voicemail. Leave a message. Yeah, here. And like stupid shit like that. <laughs> Clearly not JC Chavez. Is that his name? Chavez. Chazé? Yeah. Chazé. See? I don't even know how to say his name. Chazé. <laughs> but my mom heard that and she was you like, what? I really don't like this. That's, like that's what Steven would judge you on. Like, <laughs> it's Chazé, asshole. Click, click. <laughs> I can't put a guy in that can't name JC Chazé. I would actually, I'd put, if if he knew that and correct me on that, then I would put AI on my top movie list. There you I go. I love that. Uh, Lyric, you were born in New Orleans. Yes. And then moved to Minnesota. Yes. When did you that's move to Minnesota jump. from when New I was Orleans? Twelve, which is like oh. the worst time in life to move. Because that's right when you're getting established in like junior I, high and high school, and, and like, and it was the like I had some rough years. Yeah, I mean, how so? 
I mean, first of all, I had like a really thick accent when I first moved, and I had a like teacher a Cajun accent. Like I, I would, I like, used to say like banquet. Like I'd be like, oh my, like get off of the banquet, like move over to the side and get on the other side of the oh banquet, baby. Oh my god! And I'd be like, what oh, the hell is a banquet? The sidewalk. Really? Or I'd be like, oh, we finna have a buku fun over her house, and we finna go over there. But like I had a <laughs> translation. We are excited that you are coming over tonight with pasta and meatloaf. And I had a teacher in the sixth grade. I and I like loved to read and stuff like that. And I was like reading out loud, and she was just like, "Lyric, we're gonna have to have somebody else read because like we can't understand no. you." And I was like, and I was like so crushed. Yeah. But it, it was also weird because like just social stuff with like kids and like it's such a weird age to move and like all your best pals since I was like in kindergarten right, like, right, right. are gone. I like, I, uh, I, and I felt like a country bumpkin, like Minnesota is like, well, it's, like, it's, it's not, Midwest. it's not Louisiana, but it's still, I still felt like I was like behind for some reason, yeah. like something like, I didn't even know to wear lip chap at first. Oh, lip, <laughs> lip chap. I was in the seventh grade and I kid you not, I had this girl, her name is Cheyenne. I'm sure she's a great person now. And she's like a mother. We were walking, and I was just being myself, and she was just like, God, and turned to me, and she goes, your lips are so fucking ashy, Lyric. Wear Carmex, and like gave me a tube like angrily, and I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, have they been ashy this whole time? Like, yeah. I didn't know these things. New Orleans was much more humid. Sure. Maybe I didn't need lip balm, but like little shit like that, I was like. Yeah. Minnesota now, is slow until the two weeks where there's, or two weeks out of the year where there's sunshine and then everything gets done yeah yes. like everything like build, a, a entire skyscraper will get built in like a week and a half because they're like we have two <laughs> no days time. to build this entire <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, yeah. yes until we can't do it anymore and, and and i don't know if this is an actual thing or maybe just me uh going into an inappropriate place but was was there a racial issue because i don't think there's a lot of black people in minnesota there aren't one of my uncles teased me about that mercilessly that he was like you're gonna be the only one mm-hmm. good luck and i was like <laughs> terrified yeah there are because a lot of like people from like chicago and mm. like the other parts of the midwest come there it's not as like new orleans was 60 percent black when i lived there so gotcha. it was like way different but they still they there are there it's mm-hmm. just like way more mixed up gotcha. what was the main reason for moving my mom got a job offer gotcha and she like worked with the arts council in new orleans so she got like another like school job there and so the school system is like a lot better in minnesota and like yeah. it's clean and like it's very family oriented and like stuff like that because there's a lot of white there's a lot of state money. There's a, there's a white people. There's a lot of white people. I don't know why people. you guys are whispering, but. Because we are. Because I, I don't want people to realize that I'm being kind of racial and saying that white people may. Yeah, well, like, it's real. still audible. It's still recorded. No, it's okay if I if I whisper it. It's not a big deal it's at all. Oh, okay. It's not going to come So quiet racism is yeah, how you get away with it. racism. Yeah. That's how you do quiet. it. Quiet. Did you, did you act in New Orleans? Did you? I did. I did um, summer theater camp for like three years. That's when I Whoa. first got into it. So every summer, the whole summer, I was just doing wow. plays and like touring to other summer camps, which is so Whoa. weird. Wait, you became like one of the... <laughs> like the older statesmen so you would go to the other we go to other like less fortunate summer camps and we would like put on a show for them we do really dope. rosy for them this and... is what's possible yes and we would do that the whole and i did that the whole summer and then yeah so i performed was and... it a hobby at that point or did it be- start to become a drug and you were like All it right, started this to become is... a thing yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was yeah. there one role or one show and performance that you just like you you felt the the crowd energy and you're like oh shit this performing thing is 
Once I lose once I lose this accent and, and go live near <laughs> white people, I'm gonna really I'm turn good. it up a notch. Um, it was we were doing this play called Wanna Play, and there was this big like gospel solo mm-hmm. that I like got that summer, and I like won it, and it was like just the showstopper, and Singing? it like closed the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was like I had to act the beginning of it, and then like everyone else was in my choir, and I was like the choir leader, and that's when I was like, yes, oh, girl. Shit. I like and that. you just owned it. It was just like a comfortable like situation. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go up to Minnesota, then are you like, great? Now all the stuff that I, all the like relationships I've made down in Louisiana and all the acting camps, and now I was like a big, I was like big shit down there, and now I'm I gotta start over. Yeah, now I'm going to Minnesota. I know my little boyfriend at the time would like write me letters though. To keep oh, me that's adorable. Open. There you go. Long also distance a waste relationship. Of paper. He wrote me but poems. what? Yeah, he wrote me poems. Look at what? that. He did. Still have them. I remember one. Please. Oh. I don't know why I remember it, but you I remember it. You have to do it. it. Yep. We're not his saying name. his name, so we don't know. Um, it's It was... Um, Can you do it as Viola Davis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm to see. Okay. Mm. A diamond is a diamond. A pearl is a pearl. No matter where you go, you'll always be my girl. A hundred is a hundred and a few is a few. No matter where you go, I will always love you. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, that was incredible. Already Thank very you. sweet, but the passion that Viola brings to that, yeah. And a, uh, not a bad poem. No, kind of a great poem. Kind of a great poem. We were only twelve, and he, he no knew shit, great. dude. That's the power of love. Not to quote Huey Lewis <laughs> in your poem, but that's like, that's that. Wait, he wrote that at twelve? Yeah, yeah that's, we that were makes, twelve. I will always love you. He was doing like Whitney Houston lyrics Dude, we were writing, po- we were writing poems damn. like roses are red violets are blue you smell really great I'd love to put my fingers in you like I, it was like really like that's much more romantic I hope that's an Adam Ray original it is it is <laughs> <laughs> but not when I was 12 when I was 22 so um, that's when we no, yeah, yeah. finally got to that reading level mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wait so you were smitten at, the, yeah. at 12 yeah and then I had to move and started Fuck. all over in Minnesota wow. but also exciting right I think a change of scenery is like obviously and you're pumped for your mom because of the mm-hmm. job situation the job situation but and it was fun and like I said Minnesota was very different but we and I don't know if we did different shit because like I just didn't notice it in New Orleans but like we for example we don't have a state fair in Louisiana so like it was my first time going to a state fair like ever and like <laughs> eating deep fried besides like chicken and shrimps and fish but like Oreos and like all of that stuff yeah, so it all exposed the, all the Midwest like, uh, all the crazy uh, bored white people food <laughs> I'm bored let's, 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 fry, let, let's fry up a Snickers bar <laughs> what <laughs> I, what that's let's stupid let's go to 7 Eleven take yeah. all the stuff on the candy I'll dip it in the deep fryer and need it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, that's stupid. That's idiotic. Let me take a bite. Holy yeah, shit. That's, yeah. like, that, yeah. that's unbelievable. So I got exposed to that. So that was yeah. like great. And just like, well, we have like swamps and stuff, Louisiana. So like lakes and falls and like yeah. just the different scenery of the oh, different yeah. part of the country. I thought was like so dope. And snow. I'd never seen snow. I'd never been that cold ever. Wow. Man. So just that was mind blowing. Like making a real snowman, like. Right, that I thought it didn't exist, but on TV for, for and especially being in a place like Louisiana, which it's like, oh well, it's chilly today at seventy eight, mm-hmm. uh, like, <laughs> and then going to Minnesota, which is it's hot today at negative fifteen. Yeah, that, that's like that's the climate change had to be yeah. ridiculous. Even and, I'm still not used to it, but yeah. yeah, and and like I've been up to I've been up to Alaska, and the coldest weather I was ever in was negative thirty. And mm. at that point, I try to describe it to people like if there's any 
square centimeter of skin <laughs> out that is done. exposed, you know it the second you walk out that door. Yeah, you just Oof. walk out and go, oh, hip, hip, it right burns. there. Oh, it ah, burns. ah, yeah. it's it's just insane. That's crazy. Now, like, uh, and you start doing, and you and you continue doing theater up uh-huh. there, and now. Do you remember a point where you go like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Not this is a hobby, but this is what I'm – or even a hobby I truly enjoy. But this is this is what I'm going to do. Um, I would say probably because I did it in high school. I toured as well with our touring theater in high school. Mm-hmm. And even then I feel like it was still fun and I knew I wanted to – I knew I liked like entertaining people. So right. I feel like I knew it was that broad that I was like, I like like saying a joke or like I like to be the goofy one that like does that. Yeah. Um, I think it probably was college, which is like late, but I, you went to Syracuse. So you got used to the cold and was like, Oh, I'll, Mm -hmm. I'll stick up here. I'll do this lake effect snow. (laughs) Were there improv groups in Syracuse? No, I, and this is when, so I always knew like, I kind of wanted to act. And like, as soon as I got there, because the program at Syracuse is very much trained to be like classically trained. Like you are Mm. Shakespeare, you are Tartuffe, you are your Moliere, your Meisner. Like you are classically trained to like perform on stage and film, but like, I know one of those names, and I'm very proud of myself. That's, you better. Tartuff? Be. No, I knew Meisner. Meisner. <laughs> the Meisner technique. Ugh. I yeah. But I went there, and I had we had a substitute. We had um, movement classes, so okay. we had, which I was not a fan of. But I was like, we were required to take them. And one day, our teacher was sick, and a teacher came in and taught us clown, which is like a form, of, like go. the early thing of like. Improv. Oh yeah, yeah. So we did that, and like that one class busted it wide open like i knew wow. i was I always loved like in living color i watched it with my mom when i was little on like snl and like mad tv so i was like oh they always was kind of like the bridge between like live theater and tv to me that i was like mm-hmm. this is the perfect medium for me i like being in front of people right but that clown class is when i was like oh i need to be improvising and like doing sketch and like yeah. that's what I want to do. What about that clown class? Because that's almost exactly what went down for me when I took uh, a clown really? class uh, when I studied abroad in um, London my junior year. Uh-huh. And they had that. And it was just so eye-opening because it was like another level. It was also, A, it was just like very specific as far as like, um, you know, uh, going deeper into like comedy and yourself and getting and finding like characters and getting bigger. And mm-hmm. it was, and also too, it was like my first taste of like, uh, improv and really yeah. kind of being fearless, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, What did you really connect with about it? The first thing that came to mind, I feel like we did an exercise with music where mm-hmm. it was like to um, like contemporary songs that people know like Whitney Houston and stuff like yeah. that. But we, and it was so weird because to do it now, it sounds silly. Like I'm like, oh, this is so easy. But she just literally was like, you know, improvise and not as you would, but like we had to start with like just movement, like, random movement like as an animal mm-hmm. and then that morphed into like a person and then she was like okay just move like this with no music which is terrifying because you're oh, like, yeah. what is you're this? so insecure and then she was like um she played a song and so like a friend song that my friend did was um whitney houston's i have nothing yeah and so she was like play that for a little bit and then she was like i want you to sing the entire song but like with no words but like with everything to us and so then we're just like performing all these songs that we knew with no words but like playing with people and that was the first time that i was like oh this is just loose and fun but you had to improvise and yeah like your movements because you didn't have the music to like Mm -hmm. actually be there but that's the first thing i remember that i was like this is dope like (laughs) i want to do this all the time yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like what is this because at this point i still didn't even know there was like improv yeah, you didn't know that. So I was like, existed. "What is this?" Yeah, 
That's so crazy how like if you don't, I mean, even seeing it on TV, you, you don't totally, when you first start to see it, you, yeah. you don't have any idea of how people get to that point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How do you, uh, you get, when, when we're in high school and, in, and even in college, when you go, when you go like, oh, how do you think someone gets on SNL? I'm like, I don't fucking, like, I have right. no idea. I have no clue. They yeah. show up and they do a funny voice. Yeah. And they yeah. Do a character. Oh, cool. You want to go do that on the show real quick? Right. We're actually yeah. taping it right now. You're like, that's probably how they do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have, you have no idea. And, and. Now, when you're out, when you're out in Syracuse, and you know that, like, okay, this is something I want to pursue. Uh-huh. Uh Are the parents supportive? Are they like, yeah, you should do that? Or are they like, no, become a paleontologist because you like Jurassic Park so much? Yeah. yeah. No, my mom, my dad was like halfway there. We won't even discuss him. But <laughs> my mother. Yeah was all about it. I mean, she knew that, she said like since I was little, I was always like a performer, so she was always very into it. And I used to, I wanted to be like a forensic scientist when I was like, I love science. So I love like very like technical like things also, which is weird. So I love that stuff. But for this, my mom was just kind of like, do it. Like she literally told me, do it before your body starts to crack. And you like, jeez, you're like, mom, I'm in high school. God, but she was like, I got some time. You get all of this and like babies. Like she was like, do it while you are beautiful and young. (laughs) Yeah. And she was do it until children ruin your life. (laughs) Not a specific example. I'm not talking about anybody in the room right (laughs) now. I love you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so she was like a hundred percent behind it and was just like, follow your dreams, boo. So then I started doing my research. Mm hmm. And um, like I, I watch we watch scary movie every week in my freshman year. Yeah, and what also it was so weird. But Regina Hall, who uh, was the yeah. scary movie, she was the one that like because I had seen comedy and sketch, and outside of like Kim Wayans, I feel like I'd never really seen black women do sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. So for the longest, I was like, oh, this is funny, but like no one like looked like me and i remember regina hall in scary movie and i thought she was so funny and so pretty and i was just like oh like oh. i want to be like that because like, yep. she was so like so goofy yep granted it was like a movie and it was her role but i was like that's the type of stuff that i want to do wow all is i want to be that girl i would rather be that girl than like the cute one i'm like i want to be her like mm-hmm. being embarrassed it's so crucial to like identify with somebody like that when you're yeah. starting out to be i mean it's see somebody that makes it feel attainable and that you can relate to yeah mm-hmm. um you know i uh i was that way with uh, meryl streep when i first saw a river <laughs> wild i go that's just, someone, that's, someone to that's someone who looks like me yeah and yeah. i go yeah. and that's <laughs> something i can do i can pretend <laughs> to not want kevin bacon in my raft yeah yes <laughs> But let's be honest. If push comes to shove, you would allow Bacon's Bacon always getting on the rack. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's the, just because of the stories. I mean, and that's that's <laughs> the title of your one act play. Bacon's always on the rack, <laughs> which I is would... a nice pun because also Jewish, so you're not supposed to have bacon on the rack. Oh, but then you have, but wow! Then you have, Double meaning. You have bacon like on the rack. Bacon's always in. The, yeah, I see it. Okay. So I think you should write. <laughs> what you're saying is get going, Adam Ray. Bacon's always in my rap. Yeah. Adam Ray story. That's not the Adam Ray story. <laughs> oh my God. He could never keep kosher. <laughs> uh, and then, like, so now she's being supportive and you're, and you're all the way out in Syracuse. So yes. at that point, do you have a plan maybe to go to New York City? 
or uh, like where do you think that you're going to take this? So um, Syracuse loves to bring back alum, which I'm mm-hmm. waiting for my phone call as we speak. So um, Dean, <laughs> hey. visual and performing arts, I'm available for the bookings. Okay. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go to yeah. fucking Dino's Barbecue and, ha- and, yes! ha- and, and have a damn time. Dinosaur Barbecue. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah, I know Dinosaur Barbecue. Yes, you do. I've been in the Syracuse Phony Bone. It's great. <laughs> so I was there. So they bring back alum. And so one time they brought back Tay Diggs. And so Tay okay. came back and just was like, hang it now talking to us and he they make us do like them do like this big presentation to every class like the acting majors musical theater everybody and so i asked him a question and i was just like well first of all they it was like a really weird panel because they had him and they had this guy that graduated with him that was like i forgot his homeboy's name (laughs) but um he wanted to do just film okay i remember and um was it like it's tay diggs and the fifth in the fifth uh, hockey player from Mighty Ducks who happened actually, to go to Syracuse. Do you remember that TV show Coupled that was on for like Coupled. one season on NBC? Maybe. He was on that and okay. it got canceled hard. Wow. And but he's so, still on TV. I don't think so. Oh. I don't. And so that, like, they used his story, sadly, as like an example. He got oh, on the show that never aired. Because I asked him and I was like, you know, I have this degree and I was like, you know, obviously, like, I do theater and I was like, but I feel like I really want to do film and like TV. And I was like, but like, should I just go to New York for like a year? Because like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm a major. Mm-hmm. You always are just trying to compare off of other people's stories and be like, what is, was that path? Everyone is that my path? Know. And he, and then at first Tay was like, you know, no, he was like, you know, I would go to LA if you want to do film and TV. And he yeah. was like, there's like none in New York. And he was like, you will waste your time. And then this guy jumped in and he was like, don't let me be an example. And he was like, I should have went to Los Angeles immediately. And he's like, but I followed Tay to mm-hmm. New York to like try to act. And he was like, felt like he wasted like, you know, a couple years and then finally came there and got this pilot. But then like it didn't get picked up. And he was like, and now I'm like, kind of. Now I'm giving way. speeches to college kids. <laughs> and then Tay Diggs, he's like, you know, I went to New York. Yeah. I got Carousel, obviously. And yeah. then Rent. And then I still got your groove back. And then like his career just like blossomed. But he was like, I followed my dream and I like wanted to do theater. And he was like, and everything came from like my general what was there so he was like if you really want to do tv he was like just don't waste your time in new york go to la and so i was like cool yeah cool cool, cool. he gave me permission cool 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 we'll get to that eventually but your drunk history for that reason was legendary so yeah but that's not a that's not an actual catchphrase that you use we I used it during the CBS diversity showcase. Like me and our friends would we would say it to each other. We'd be like, cool, 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 tight, tight, tight. And yeah. we would like make fun of like the writers and stuff with it. They'd be like, Can you wear a costume? Yeah, yeah, cool, 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 tight, tight, tight. No, now wearing a costume for you. Uh so so then you're like, okay, so then I have to go to, to LA. Los Angeles. I had to go to LA. So Tay Diggs was very instrumental in you he coming was, out here. He was. He was. He, I mean, like, it's because of him that I was like, I'm going to listen to this chocolate man tell me to come. <laughs> <laughs> great skin, by the way. He has great skin. Of course. He's perfect. He has amazing skin. And he follows everyone on Twitter. Does he? Yeah. He follows. Tay. Yeah. By the way, from the makers of Bacon on the Raft, come, I'm going to listen to that chocolate man. <laughs> <laughs> it was the this, Lyric Lewis story. Yeah. So um so yeah so I did my research and then I was like okay what am I gonna do because I can't just you follow seven hundred and three thousand people sorry I just hey to- <laughs> come on Tay we're fellow alumnus Reel and it you in. gave me great advice so um I started just like researching people's career that I liked I felt like such a dork for doing this because I'm like no one else is doing this mm-hmm. but I was like if I'm gonna go to L A like what kind of like what do I want to be yeah and so. 
everyone like um chris Kattan, jennifer coolidge is one of my boos yeah. i love yeah. her so like coolidge sherry o'terry just like all these funny dope ass people and women um they all came to the groundlings and so that's why i yep. was like oh when i go to la i'll just go to this place and like train there because yeah. my thing is that i i feel like i approach acting like and I like very methodical where I'm like, if I'm going to do this, like I need to be the best that I can be. And I'm like, I'm going to train. Like, it's not enough for me to just be like, no, you can't just show up to auditions and be like, my natural whatever. talent will make them demand my fame. My fame. Yeah. But no, it's and not to me. I was, I took great pride in being like, I want to do what people that I admire did. And yeah. I'm like, I love Kristen Wiig. And I'm like, if I want to be neck and neck with them, I need to train exactly like they did. That's smart. So I came out here, auditioned to get in and just started the Groundlings program there with like no goal of like main company or Sunday. I literally was like, I just want to get as far as I can get with the same tools that these people yeah. had in their tool belt. Like, and you know what? I really admire that mindset because I think it is it is healthy to set goals in this business, you know, like mm-hmm. whether like for us in standups, like I want to do a special by this year or yeah. I want to have um, uh, a late night. I want to, you know, but there's so much uncertainty and you can't, goals are so lofty in this business. They're yeah. like, you can kind of be like, I want this to happen, but it's like, dude, there's a lot that's not in your control. And what you can yeah. control is getting in the program and being like, I'm, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to do yeah. all the work. I'm going to prepare. And, and I'm going to be ready for these opportunities that come my way mm-hmm. whenever they come my way. Yes. You can't be like, I want Mad TV by year two right before I get in the main company. Right. Unless mm-hmm. you did say that. I didn't, but it worked out serendipitous yeah. like that. <laughs> That's crazy. Was That's anyone crazy. in like the main company that we would know of like when you got into Groundlings? Ooh. Like your teachers and stuff. Yeah. I think... Melissa McCarthy was still in. Okay, wow. When I started, and mm-hmm. like I and I kick myself now because like I didn't see a ton of shows then, but I think she was like regularly performing like all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, people um, totally forget that, which is bonkers. Like you she, know? yeah, and she was there for a while. Her, yeah. and her husband, her and Ben, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see her kill it on SNL and create original characters, and you're like, what? How did she create? Yeah. Who, who who wrote her that character? And you're like, well, no, she probably she did. Brought yeah. that with yeah, her yeah, in yeah. her little backpack. Um, who else was there? Um, jeez, just because like I and I know people. I think people hear about the Groundlings, but their alumni is just insane, incredible. Yeah, I think a lot of like the big big dogs left like right before like Kristen and like yeah. all of them was yeah. like that 2010 like mm-hmm. was exit. um uh Taryn Kilmer no I think he, he had just, just got okay. SNL yeah. Mikey was technically still there yeah um he just left um who else Rash was still there Jim yeah. Rash it's, but like that just yeah. that company and not even just SNL people, but just a bunch of other actors and performers mm. and comedians. A well, yeah, lot like a chunk of the there. original Matt TV. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Mary Shear, Phil Lamar, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and what, Michael McDonald. Oh, that's right. What did you find about the Groundlings right off the bat that you were like, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be? I think because, and I think it's the thing that people feel like the Groundlings is hard, but I, I don't know if it's because like I went to like school for theater and like I you know I did it for a while where I really liked the fact that it was hard like I liked you I liked the fact that I had to audition to get in like I something about that I was like because I felt like you know it it seemed serious to me yeah because I took it as I didn't even start it as like oh like I think this was before improv was like fun to do yeah (laughs) where I it was still like I took it as like a grad school so I was like I want this person to be like let me have it if I'm not coming correct and that each class was hard each level got harder like I really I don't like stuff that's like very 
not easy, but you know what I mean. Just not challenging. Like, well, and it all. Yeah. And it it one thing that I, I feel like the Groundlings does very quickly is it weeds out the people that are just like, oh, I'll take a weird improv class yeah. so I can be better at work, or the, mm-hmm. or so I can be better in meetings, or this is a fun hobby. Like it's like no, no, no. Yeah, we're like here to make you into seasoned performers with talents that could we're a stepping stone yes. to get to another level yes this and, is not the final thing yes and for them i also really vibe with the fact that i wanted to consider myself like a comedic actress like that was very that was the thing for me that i was like i don't want to just be an actress like i want to be a comedic character actress like i'm like i want people to think of me as like her who does every character and it's not just like in a movie yeah it's like weird but that mattered to me. That. No, you want to you want to be labeled, and mm-hmm. and and that's the label you want, and that's that's fine. Like uh, there's a lot there's a lot of stand ups that, uh, like I want to be known as a stand up comic before mm-hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like, oh yeah, Brad Williams comedian. So you want mm-hmm. to be labeled as a comedic actress. Yes. And uh, do do you remember sort of? And, and you're still in it, so it's not like this is in your past because you're in the main company now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Which is which? By the way, all, come on, oh, that's awesome. fucking incredible, <laughs> fucking awesome. I mean. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And so what so so what sort of main lessons do you do you learn there? Within the main or just at the groundlings. Life lessons? At, at, at the at the groundlings. Ooh, yeah, like life lessons. Well, I want to know cuz I took 2 years of classes there and I want to know like what there were certain games I, I remember doing that like were so freeing and that took again going back to that fearlessness thing. It was like that it, it where I thought I was, you know, very um uh, I took a lot of risk and I was like, oh, I, I'll do anything for a laugh. And then I found myself in certain instances where I was like, oh, shit, like I'm definitely feeling a little out of my zone here, yeah. but I know I'm going to get better from this. Yeah. Do you remember like a game or a, a, a certain exercise, maybe a scene partner or, or teacher that pulled that out of you that made, or did you go in oh, with just yeah. like, yeah? Um, I mean, yeah, like I, my, the one first teacher that came to mind is a teacher I had for a writing lab, which was Karen Mariama. Yeah. And she, I mean, she will pull it out. At, she will either pull it out. Or it's not in there to get pulled because she does not play. But she was the one and she was. And the one thing I feel like I guess what the Groundlings has taught me is that to to be just like authentic and not like a caricature, but like just Mm -hmm. to be people that you see. But then also for me, where she's um, Japanese and when I had her in class, I, I don't know what it is that I feel like when you first do. I don't know if this is for everybody, but for me, I didn't realize that I was not even being generic, but like playing characters of what I thought. And she was the first one that was like, look at the wall across the street. And she was like, how many people you see over there that look like you? And I was like, none. And she was like, <laughs> I don't want to see one more character that isn't, but that they better be black. And at first I was like, what? But then she like got it down to the bare bones where she was like, all of this needs to come from an authentic place here or else it's like bullshit. Yeah. Like yeah. make them specific. Meaning like based on people, people you know, that right? you know. And yeah. she yeah. was like, you know, if you want to be a dumb cheerleader girl, make her your cousin that's a cheerleader. And she was like, and it is different than a general cheerleader. Yeah. Right. And everyone, and it's little stuff like that that I was like, wow. But I feel like that's the biggest, I feel like nut that you get from there is that like, to just make it specific. Like anybody can yeah. be clever or like sure. stand and talk. Yeah. And, and, and anytime th- I do a drunk dude, it's always an old roommate of mine. Like I'm channeling yeah. when he yeah. slept on the stairs <laughs> and I came home and he had the stoves on and all the showers on and all the lights on and yeah. he just passed out on his bed. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So 
But and you learn that not just from stuff in scene work, but even as stand ups. Yeah. Like I would say, like your first couple of years of st- of stand up comedy, you're you're doing what you think people think is funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or emulating people that you yeah. look up to. Yeah. yeah. And then you figure out, oh no, I'm. This is not who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to just talk about. Stuff that I think is funny and that I truly believe in stories that either actually happen to me or that I know of, so I have a way to relate to it. And I imagine it's the same thing with characters. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, like don't don't play a cheerleader that you that you think, think is you a cheerleader. Be somebody be you know. somebody you know and just make them a cheerleader. Yeah. And that 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 is amazing simple advice, but yet you see so many people not follow mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 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 That that's pretty damn insane. When when does uh when does Mad TV get it even get on your radar? Ooh, well, like I've always I always loved it. Like I the old casts, yeah, yes. Um, grew up watching it. Mm-hmm. Loved Deborah always and like Nicole yeah. Sullivan and like yeah. well, like just like ate it up as a kid. I don't even know why I was. I feel like it was. I don't know what I think I was like nine. Where I'm like I probably shouldn't have been watching this, but I was. And I was oh, very shit. into it. The Were you a rebel one, that way? Did you sneak away to like watch? Yes, even though I watched and live in color with my mother, and I was younger for that, so I don't know what that was. <laughs> we would watch it together and eat dinner. That's amazing. And awesome. I, I, I thank her for that now. And another I instrumental like, move. Thank you. Yeah. For exposing me to this, and also the, in living color, more so certainly more so than SNL had people that looked like you on it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, had to be I, like, look, this is what you can do. Yeah. You know, rather be that had to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I watched it forever mm-hmm. it's not like she's gonna be like well, here's the golden girls like you can relate <laughs> you can relate to it. thank you for being even that song well, is the shit though. i love it that is. song if you if you can't relate to blanche in some way i don't want to know you <laughs> what, what's the, good point what's the saying uh be a uh thank you for being a friend no it's a, 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 a dorothy song? in the streets but a blanche in the sheets <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah i, I mean, know that's not yours but Damn it's it! Some, make it, a T-shirt. I saw it on. I saw it on a T-shirt, and I was oh. like, I, I keep wanting to buy it, and I keep With forgetting both their about faces it. On it. Yes, Dorothy in the streets with oh a Blanche in the sheets. I was like, yes. That's, they were all incredible. That's but, gonna be a tattoo uh, that I get. Yes! I'll get that. a tattoo of B. Arthur. Yeah, why not? Yes. She was a god. Um, but the new mad. So when that got on the boop boop. Yep. I literally. So my boyfriend. So like this was right as I was like getting to closing out Sunday Company, mm-hmm. crossing my finger for vote into Maine. Yeah, and, and those don't realize. Groundlings, you take like what are the levels of so you have when I started because there's an extra now, but when I started, it was basic, which is yep. like six or 12 weeks, sure. intermediate, six or 12 weeks, writing lab, which I think writing lab is also just six weeks, but it's like a writing intensive. You're there like all day on a Saturday, then advanced is 12 weeks. You're there for eight hours on a Saturday. You mm-hmm. do two sketch shows, you either get voted into Sunday company or not. Sunday company rotation is every six months. You pitch every... It's like very much an SNL schedule. You pitch every Wednesday. You get yeah. your sketch list on Thursday. You do your rewrites Thursday and Friday. You costume shop Friday and Saturday. You memorize in between that time. Wow. It's a new show on Sunday. Most of them are new shows every Sunday for six months. At the end of the six months, you get voted on again. Wow. After three six months, so 18 months is the general stay. But doing this for a year and a half, um, then it's a final vote either into main company or you are done with the Groundlings program. Wow, you out? So like they Sundays, do? Do, yeah. do they do like a do 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 they do like a Phil Kogan Survivor ceremony? That's oh, or were they like like they torches out? out. No, yeah. oh that would be worse. That could be a <laughs> that would be so much worse. They put out just little fires. By the way, that is such a. Um, 
either a inspiring, encouraging moment or like very <laughs> yeah. discouraging, depressing. Mm. Yeah. I mean, move back to where you came from. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. happens though. Oh, yeah. Because you get, you know, close with the people that you're performing with. And mm. especially with Sunday Company, it's like it's unpaid. So like you're yeah. buying costumes, you're buying wigs, you're buying your costuming. It might be 150 bucks for a sketch that goes up one time and it's Dang. done. Mm. And then you have to just eat that and kind of keep writing continually while you're memorizing, while you're doing a show to just keep like it's insane. And I I love that you're saying exactly what goes into it because... I know that, and you probably saw a ton of these people. Mm -hmm. There was probably a ton of people that got into the groundlings going, well, I'm probably going to be on SNL in like a year and a half. Yeah, and And you're like, like, no. Good luck with that. And it's such a weird thing because like we still like don't even know when Lauren shows up. Like it's Mm -hmm. still like a, it's still so hard even, and even once you get into Maine, like it's like a relief, but you're still, we're still doing our own shows. You know what I mean? So it's still like for a chance to maybe get, scene what, yeah. what was the, cha- the the biggest challenge of like each week putting up a show uh like in the sunday company of like uh, it was obviously all new material right most of it sometimes of things it. will repeat for a couple weeks if it's like a hit okay sure then you'll get lucky was it does it get i mean extremely supportive and cohesive or does it get a little competitive where you're like shit man we are in la and we are it's yeah. like when comics are on a showcase show like you want to be the best one that night so i mean does it get a little or is everybody so supportive like everyone i got lucky i've heard of sunday companies before that was like very competitive and it was kind of like whatever but each three that i had each six that i had everybody was kind of like there with each other because you're also you're like everyone is exhausted everybody nothing is funny you've written everything Uh. every sketch and and i feel like the director kind of helps keep it very even Mm mm-hmm so um but yeah it's just more i would say just to try to keep your own momentum up and try to feel funny when you put up a sketch that killed with the rest of the company and no one laughs and then you're 10 seconds into it and you got four minutes left for no one to laugh at you and then you have to get off stage change your costume and go into something else and not like not dwell on it and you don't have time to like cry or be sad like that's the the keeping that up and being like i'm funny i'm funny yeah and 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 you're relying it's hard. It's it's tough to fight with these people because you're relying on them. You need them to write with. You need yeah. them to memorize your sketches that you cast them in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, it's all you have. It's it's sort of like I don't care if you don't get along. Figure it out. Yeah. Because if not, this it's going to be a horrible it's be a experience. Because six months is a long time. Yeah, to spend every week in that kind of stress level mm-hmm. with pe- with people that you don't like. So you're just about to get it. So you find out what's that like? Oh, that guy into me. Yeah. It's it was crazy. Like I, because I feel like I am also one of these people that I never want to feel like I know anything. <laughs> Is that weird? Sure. So it, no matter how much I feel like I killed something, I always walk away and I'm just like, like there's a billion other factors going into this besides me feeling like I was dope. Yeah. But um, it was crazy. My director called me and was just like, we he goes we equals now, and I was like. Ah! nice and it was just great great. but then it's it's like it's so great and it's so real like i think i cried a little because i was so like i was exhausted at that point. you have to be you've i mean they even they even give a week off every two to three weeks in snl like essentially do six weeks of doing an snl show every week and it's like that's insane yeah so how do you make money when you're doing that because you're not making money in the sunday company like you're not making money there you have to like figure it out like literally Jeez. like you have to work your work like where were you working 
um, I well, I was like started teaching science to like after school kids. So I would go what? after school for like barely like this much money. But like, and I had a full time job before, so I'd like kind of saved okay. a very mm-hmm. little. But then I did that to kind of sustain myself and like get gas money and just enough money to like buy costumes and like wigs and be like, I hope this. Dude. And like wigs are like 60, 30, 40, 50 bucks. And I'm like, I'm not buying like a dress, I'm buying right. a wig. Wow. That and has wig to caps. be. <laughs> that adds up. That has to be <laughs> insane to, because I'm I'm trying to picture about how much money you're making doing that stuff, and you're like you're spending, an like uh, half of your net worth mm-hmm. <laughs> on a fucking wig on a yeah. wig, yes, for a sketch that may or may not go over yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you, but guess what? Uh, if you're listening and you want to do this, that's. That's what what you have to do. Yeah. Yes. You got to be all in. You got to be. And you can't I, be like, I'll buy a couple wigs a month. You got to go in. And I would say it's worth it. And you can do it smart. Like I also, I'm like a baby hustler at heart. So I did it very smart. I borrowed wigs. I recycled some. You can flip a wig backwards and it's a brand new haircut. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's a new person. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I think there's definitely ways to do it. Makes you get it. creative and resourceful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I've just, I don't know why this made me think of an alum that was still there at the time. Stephanie Courtney was still there while I was mm-hmm. like taking classes. I don't know why she just popped in my head. That's uh, flow. Progressive, yeah. Wow. There you go. I don't know why she, that's so. I mean, I mean and, and then you wonder why she is this great spokesperson. At, and you know that in those commercials, that's not, probably not a lot of, that's a, a, like a lot of her improving. Yeah. Like when she had, like when she has those moments. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That, Do you think she could have maybe fucking money donated some now? wigs during her during you guys' time? You know, I think maybe, so. Maybe I'm gonna ask her when I leave. I'm be like Stephanie. Maybe a I couple know checks. You still got wigs. <laughs> yeah. I know that Steve Little just left, and he like just gave the Sunday Company his wigs, and I saw him last night, and I was like, oh, but where was you with the wig donation <laughs> when I needed a wig? Yeah, seriously. Steve. <laughs> I mean, so so you're you're in the main company now, and then is it just almost immediately after that that you hear about the Mad TV reboot? Yeah, like literally, my boyfriend sent me an article that when Variety announced it, mm-hmm. like the next day, and I sent it to mine to my manager, my agents, and I was like, y'all need to find a way. Who we got a bully to get up in here? <laughs> like, it's like a half joke, but I was like, I need to do this. Right. Yeah, we got to break some kneecaps. We like, got to intimidate. We got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this show was like, I was like, I always wanted to do it since I was little. I was like, it was just so dope. Like, I was like, we need to do it. And mm-hmm. they were just like, okay. And of course, I was like, okay, like, we'll, we'll see. But then, like, <laughs> it all happened. And I was, and my agent said it the other day, like, he was like, it's so weird that, like, you emailed and was like, we need to figure this out. Yeah. And he was like, and then, like, you did it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, like, I know there's weird. people out there listening going, you see, the secret is real. Ah! <laughs> it's real. You say it, you put it out there, you it happens. Put, you put it on your vision board, you stare at it every day, and it, it, it'll just happen. You don't have to work. You, <laughs> you, you just stare at something. Yes, no, guys. I worked my ass Yes, off, you guys. did. My God, that is, an, that is just an insane schedule. Now, Carly and uh, Pia broke down their audition process. Mm. Do you... Uh, like sharing yours was it as yeah. grueling do you feel like it was were you prepared for all the because it was that was exhausting yeah it was like i mean i i can't imagine feeling the exhaustion of the groundlings whole program and then getting to the and then finally get <laughs> hearing you got in but like when i heard i got i mean and i had to go back twice and it was just like it was the most exhausting audition process i've ever been a part of not yeah. only for the sake of how long it was and the amount of times that you're yeah. like i need to be locked in again for a long amount of hours but the amount of material that was thrown yeah. at us that was kept changing and that mm-hmm. I don't know how you work, but I mean, I'm assuming you're like, I need to be off book for this shit. I need mm-hmm. to like, right? 
Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was grueling for me. Like even for me, I was just like, okay, Julie. Like, uh, what else? What else we need to see, yeah. people? Yeah. Um, but and I think what helped me was just being fresh out of Sunday Company. Is that I was so used to taking material and like eating it up and like yeah. being like, I have five minutes to memorize this. Like, do it. And yeah. just doing that. Um, but yeah, like the first time, and it was exhausting. And I, there's always. Um, I have a teacher. This guy I'm training with right now that says that if you get up and do improv and you're not exhausted by the time you're done, you're doing it wrong. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's how I kind of approach like sketches and like character where I'm like, if I'm not like I need to be going in, like if I don't come out like, whoo, then I'm just like, I'm not giving them my whole. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I went into like the first round. And what was it like three hours? And we left and I was like, I actually met you that first day. Yeah. You walked out and we were like, ah, yeah. And you were very nice, Adam. Oh, good. You were very sweet on okay. the street. You said hi. Yeah, do we have? Do we have? We a, didn't have anything. To, I had it with a mirror. That's right. Because a mirror mm-hmm. kissed me. Yeah, in this, in the, in the room, the first day, a mirror getting fresh. Jesus. Part of a sketch, or just like <laughs> this seems right. This this seems right. <laughs> Granted, they were they were like a that couple. Persian confidence. But yeah. 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 And I was and like, oh. <laughs> see. <laughs> I feel like Persians can do that because they can be like, what? It's, it, 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 it is my country. Yeah. Like, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> they can do that. Sly dog, Amir. Sly was, dog. I was like, okay, Amir. Okay, yeah. What, what, Go get it. This? Cool, cool, cool. Tie, tie, tie. Cool, cool, cool. I was like, mm. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, it was exhausting, but I, lo- I don't know why I loved every step of the process. Yeah. It was so, the length of it was like, like I kept being like, "Come on, yeah, come on, Julie." More mixing and matching. You're like, More, "Really, you guys don't know?" But yeah, but I liked it. But I think I kind of get like not get off on it because that sounds weird. But like that like excites me to for be sure. Like, oh, oh, you want to see another character? You yeah. want to see another take of this? No, yeah. I totally understand that. And there, it, 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 whether it be like a chip on the shoulder or a sort of reverse psychology or like whatever, yeah. what, what, whatever you want to say, there is there there is an amazing satisfaction of someone challenging you at something and then you coming yeah. through with it so yeah i totally get after that. the test though that's when they had my nerves yeah <laughs> what did you find not cute. <laughs> i wish you could see i wish <laughs> the listeners could see your eyes they, when, when when you said that so we did the test and like that was my second network test yeah um but like the same pilot season suicide and the first one like i didn't get so i was like uh, you know bummed after one yeah and so I was like, oh, man, this is my chance. Like, as I just went into a weird character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I was like, this is my, this is it. And I was like, this is my dream. I was like, I didn't get that other job because this job is my dream of course, job. And I was like, yeah. the universe knew that Mad TV was coming back. Yeah. yeah. So did the test. I felt like I killed him. But I, <laughs> and it was so Dirt small and yeah. selective for so long. You remember this, Adam. Yeah. That I was like, well, clearly they're not going to do this just to like, you know, like have it be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> So we do the test. <laughs> Who is that? Hey, what character is that? I don't even that? know what person is. Never met. Never met. It's like you're a half Cartman. Like, hey, 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 never met. Oh, can we please talk about member berries later? Because I love them. Uh, you member? You, you member? Oh, I member. <laughs> I love them. You member Boba Fett? Oh, I member. Member Boba Fett? You member? Remember the Sarlacc pit? Oh, I member. <laughs> My favorite. Maybe thing tauntauns. Right <laughs> you remember? It's we like I. If I could say anything, why am I doing it in the comments? Tristan, Matt Parker. Yeah. I love member berries. Y'all done did it with the member berries. <laughs> this is my favorite season of South Park just because of the member berries. Oh They're so God. dumb. I love them. Okay. The, the 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 scene where they go to the member berry club. They go yes. 
What uh what's the password? Oh, the password. I remember. Yeah. You remember? I, I remember. remember. Okay, that's the password. Yeah, oh, they're, oh they're all God. just in there going, you remember? Oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's great. the mafia one that's like, you remember? I even do his voice. And like, there's a fat one that's like, oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I just love them. Okay, so we get done with the test and it's right before Memorial Day. I will never forget. So they mm. will go down in infamy. Because I was like, clearly they're going to let us know something before this holiday weekend so yeah. we can enjoy our burgers and our ribs. Thank sure. you. Oh, no, they didn't. They let some people know. <laughs> yeah. And then I started, I heard through the grapevine. Mr. Jeremy D. Howard. Yeah. Made a full <laughs> meme of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy posted that shit. And just- a full meme. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come on, You're like, there's Jeremy. still people in this process. Right. And he's like, I must say. I had to make a meme of myself <laughs> that I got the show. It was real cool. You, you. <laughs> I was super excited for myself. I had to share with my friends and family. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> That's so got to be crazy because you probably see that and go, wait, does that mean they didn't yes. call me? And my thing is like, yeah. especially with this, I don't know. I was like a bigger beast with this than any other project. Other ones I'd be like, oh, okay. But I like called my people yeah i was mm-hmm. texting them and i was like uh-uh yeah no and i was like what no sam what's up and he was my agent was like it's fine like when we know you'll so, know but you're like now fuck that you so you gotta know the weekend passed and i yeah. was like oh no then the next week came and i was like oh oh y'all pl- oh okay it's yeah. like that yeah. mm-hmm. and then they asked to see like more videos of sketches and i was like okay Y'all, who wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> who who now, wasn't when they there? Asked to see you, when they asked to see so more videos of sketches, you're like, do you think I was hiding my best stuff? I gave do you, you. Do you think like I didn't send the best stuff right away? Oh like, no, like you have like, okay, well, obviously they're going to do 9,000 screen tests, so I'm going to hold on to my best sketch until that very, like, That's no. Until they ask me. Yeah. So they, all, they, they've already seen it. Until they pick half of the cast. Right. And they go, we still need to figure you out. Yeah. <laughs> So I sent that, and then after that, then I started to be like, damn. I was like, oh, man, like, maybe this won't happen. <laughs> I got so sad. And then I was I feel like you're doing on, a Ben Carson impression. Um, That's <laughs> I, so sad. So sad. I remember. Well, yeah. I remember. <laughs> so then I was working on another project for ABC Digital, and so I was like, okay, whatever, doing this. And then, like, the second to the last day of that, my people called me, and they was like, you got it. And someone that was working with me went to go test again. But they called me and told me I was in the clear. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't handle it. Big stressor. It was so stressful. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm taking calls from, from Adam. He's like, I'm going back again. And you they went don't back know. in. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, because two of my guys, uh, Elliot and Josh, were there. Yeah. And they were like, Adam's here. And I was like, what? Yeah. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Like, what is happening? Oh, man. Oh, man. What is happening? Oh, that was so stressful. I was uh, in Vegas doing shows. So and, like, sleepy. Taco. <laughs> is that still Ben Carson? That's still Ben Carson. <laughs> Wait, let me try. Uh, so I'm really excited to work for... Now he falls asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so you were in Vegas. Yeah, I was in Vegas. And so I was stressing because, um, you know, I... Yeah. But then also, same thing as you. It was just like, oh, you need more? Like, cool. So I sat down. I made a tape. I um, sent it to uh, Bruce and Julie mm-hmm. and was like, yo, what from this do you want to see? And they're like, well, this is dope. Come back in. We'll work, we'll work this. And that's, you know, when we had this little, like, work session. But mm-hmm. still stressing because you just put so much emphasis. Once you get yeah. that deep into it, you want it even more. And so, when, yeah. all right, so now getting the show and then the whole, I mean, give us some like highlights or challenges or what like the first Besides day. Like just working with Adam. Sure. 
which is all right. <laughs> I mean, that, I I know it's like top moments one through five, but maybe like start um, at like fifteen. Some that's when Adam's pluses, not there. yeah, I would say, um, just the cast and like the writers and like because it was like my first job job mm-hmm. that was like you know that long, yeah, and I just was like so happy how fast like the fact that everyone got along and yeah. was just like so cool because i feel like you hear these horror stories especially with like comedians and sketch performers and sure. improvisers that like people are shitty you know what i mean like people well, then, are negative and just yeah. like weird and it was just so and sure and like you're coming from the groundling so you have a way of doing things mm-hmm. uh adam's from the world of stand-up he's got a way yeah. of doing things amir like all these there's a you there's a youtube star thrown in the like yeah. like everyone has their own way of like mm-hmm. and they all think that that is the way to do it so right. now it's like oh wait there's other ways at, yeah at and i feel like it all goal. blended and everyone got along and it was like i enjoyed coming to work every day like i thought it was fun awesome. like i had fun so that i would say was one of the highlights that that i was just like yes and like scott king was great and bruce yeah. and like everyone david and like everyone was just so nice which like helped out that nobody was like a little shit well, everybody was pumped, you know, yeah. and I, all of us yeah. too. Like, and people would try to get at me and be like, "Is it cash? Like, are you guys having issues?" I was like, "Man, that's kind of impossible because we're all so pumped to be doing it." Yeah. And and it's uh and you know and I guess there could have been like egos and some fuck, but everybody was so uh just down for the cause and Happy wanting the be best. There, yeah. yeah, and the alum too. I would say like yeah. People coming back, having them coming back, and being able to Arias, perform. Deborah, and, Mo, uh, being able to everybody, ha- yeah. Have Deborah Wilson spit in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that was one. I mean, that was was that for me a, for a personal highlight because I was like, that, <laughs> that was like where the that's like the show going in the right direction. Yes, and when that happened, and just getting to play with her, like I was just like, it was so fun, and they were just so gracious, yeah. and like mm-hmm. the fact that they were excited, yeah, made me more excited because I was like, you want this? Yeah. Like you're not like weird with it where it's like oh that was our show and like no they were pumped for us they're like oh it's dope they they were like they almost like you know gave us their blessing in a way where they're like yeah we're we're pumped it's you guys and that meant like the world so that was definitely a highlight my only i don't have a lot of drawbacks there was i mean i missed the brie cheese a lot of days which pissed (laughs) me off regularly lyrics a big cheese girl okay i am i love my brie we gotta go to the cheese shop in silver lake still yes we do yeah Wow, you, you, you see how excited you, you I got? You got excited. I You're do. like, you have like <laughs> Urkel levels of love for cheese. I really like Which it. is a unit of measurement. <laughs> Urkel levels. Yeah. That, you know, they, excitement. You yeah, love you cheese. Got, do you love anything more than cheese? Do you love your boyfriend more than cheese? Ooh. Take a minute. You've got to pick. <laughs> cheese or your boyfriend. Welcome Ooh. back to Cheese or, or your, your boyfriend. boyfriend. I'm like, guys, I don't know. <laughs> this is tough. Audience, you're like looking at the audience like yeah. Price is Right, like what? They're showing they a do? picture of the cheese and yeah, the boyfriend, yeah. and they're like, it's it's whatever, whatever blue with a little drizzle of honey, and I'm like, come on, yeah. it's my favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say the only drawback would probably be, um, I just um, like I really, which I think, if and when we come back, we're headed there. Where yeah, right. you know, I think I grew up with Fox and like. Mm-hmm racy racy yep. you know and so that's one thing that i'm like i really wanted to get my hands and my feet dirty with like doing some like sketches that were yeah. like you know they're on the edge yeah where where they the way have, sketch is supposed to be they have a lot of yeah. meetings with standards and practices going what can we do what can we not do like <laughs> yeah and, it, and it's amazing because i mean obviously the C, the cw the land the land of the vampire diaries and the superhero tv show they're not they're not Fox. They're, yeah. they're 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 not what they were. Not saying not saying better. Not saying worse. Just they're not. They're 
they're just different. Yes. They're just different. Oh my God, you guys might have to cut that. What if I get fired? No. No way. I've said it multiple times. Really? Yeah. yeah. What, just about, oh, I wish we pushed the envelope more? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, it's a known fact. Like, wait. By the way, that's, that's no, and and they know that. That's everyone on every show. You'll you'll hear Lena Dunham from Girls saying like, "Yeah, I know we had a scene where Allison Williams got her ass eaten, but I really <laughs> wish that we could push the envelope on this show." Yes. Like so, I think that I I, I think that's every artist in some way, shape, or form. Okay. Rather than yeah. So what did I, you love? What did you love the most? Like character impression. What did you do where you were like, "All right, I'm I'm getting to have my moment here." Um, well, I feel like for me, absolutely character. Like I like impressions. Like ugh. they're my thing when they're mm-hmm. my thing. <laughs> I understand that. But when they're not, when it's like, just do this. Like that is not yeah. my shining moment. When someone looks at you and says, "Hey, we need someone." Rihanna. Yeah, we we need someone yeah. to do Rihanna. Do it. And you're like, I did not. No, I did it. Yeah, I was like, well, was I'm that in Match it. Game? No, that yes. was Nicki Minaj. Yeah. No, it was, uh, yeah, Nicki Minaj was HBO. Rihanna was Match Game. That's right. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was great, but just because we had some fun banter with it. Once, Yeah, once we pulled it together, it was yeah. like fun, but like going, like getting that yeah. five seconds before, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is that I've never done that. That was, that was Alec Baldwin. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But my Baldwin. favorite thing, I feel like, is just the character stuff. Like I, well, and Taraji, which I love yeah. her. And so <laughs> yes. doing, getting to do Taraji, like. Did you see the Empire sketch? Viola. I, uh, I did not see the Empire sketch. It's but funny. I'll oh, and being and able to do Gail. It. Like being with Deborah Wood, like doing Oprah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, you like That's a dream. That's a dream. There's certain moments too, like the uh, when Jeremy sketches the rapper and you were the um, the, DJ. the DJ, like just fucking gold tooth, like no sweatsuit. Lines, but I was like, oh, we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. DJ you, hey, you know what? But hey, look at that. That's you have no lines. You're a DJ. But like you said, I'm gonna be exhausted by the end of this. And I committed. I was exhausted. Yeah. Which I I love all that. That's, I love the fact that you're like, no, I'm I'm gonna be a dj but at the end of the sketch there will there will be people going what the fuck was up with that dj ah! like i love that part i love i love that you definitely learn that from the show too right of like uh, having to go all in and even when mm-hmm. you like and you're just like i want to you know and, and being a team player and it's like even if you get something small like that or a one-line thing it's like i mean you know and that's also i think that's why having a second season would be dope so that uh-huh. it can really like yeah you, you know, f- like we took a season to figure people out and like yeah. the dynamics and what people can bring to the table and what we didn't get to bring to the table because yeah. there's so many factors involved yeah. with the writers and, and how many episodes we had and then when they cut a week and, and what you can and can't do. I mean, it's right. like, now, now, yeah, now you've had that experience and, and if and when you guys come back for the se- season two. I'm saying like if, because that's why I'm like, it's just put it out if there. and a when. It's an yeah. if and a when. It's happening. Put it on your vision board. Matt TV part, duh. Do, do, do the secret. I will do the secret. Season two. I'm gonna call my agent and get and go talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> now, if if they if you coming back on the show um, was uh, reliant on you passing this Jurassic Park quiz, would Ooh. you feel confident? God, I think so. Because now I'm I'm like I gotta just I gotta do this quiz now. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's how we're gonna end. Uh, yes. The podcast. Oh, I was ju- I was just looking up game show music, so thank you. Game show music, yeah, or like dramatic music. Okay, this is the Jurassic Park test your film knowledge quiz. We are going to find out if you are if you the, the you Lyric Lewis, who says you're a massive Jurassic Park fan. You quote the entire movie. Currently wearing a Jurassic Park T-shirt, even though we did not prompt you. <laughs> unprompted. Unprompted. No extra points will be awarded for wearing the shirt. Nope. <laughs> this is real. 
I love money. Like, oh. I mean, come on. I have it in my car. Right. Can I be honest? Weird. This was the first CD I bought. And really? like, there was a point when I only had movie soundtracks. I had Angels in the Outfield, yeah. The Lion King, and Jurassic Park. <laughs> the Lion King is the shit. Oh, it's unbelievable. I've yeah. listened to that like once in a while to some auditions to get like weirdly pumped up. Which song? Can't wait to be king. Well, I was just going to say. And I just get in the car and I'm like, yes. I used to listen to Can You Feel the Love Tonight after my sixth grade girlfriend broke up to me and I cried Aww. over the phone as I listened to it. Moving on. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. What is the name of the fictional island Jurassic Park is situated on? Is it A, San Lorenzo, B, Iceland Nublar? Jesus. Didn't even say it right. Three, sure. <laughs> C, Koholint Island. What? And, or D, Isle of Nabumbu. <laughs> B. Isla Nublar. Isla Nublar. Yeah, yeah correct. Yes. You Number got two. It right. Jurassic Park founder John Hammond yes. tells his guests that his first ever attraction was. Mm, I know this. The flea circus, right? Flea circus. Wow. Mommy, can you see the fleas? Can you see the fleas? Mm-hmm. You two for two. <laughs> what is Jeff Goldblum's character's job? Ooh. He's uh, either well, either says mathematician uh, or chaotician. I have four options for okay. you to choose from: okay. A. Paleontologist, so B. Sociologist, C. Mathematician, or D. Journalist. Mathematician. Mathematician. Got it right. We're going there. As far as I'm concerned, John Williams could have stopped making music after this. <laughs> You're done. You should just get unlimited money. Drugs, unlimited money. Hookers, a, a get out of jail free card. Like. Yeah. There might not be a better soundtrack. And somebody's out there being like, what about Star Wars? And it's like, no. No. (laughs) What? Star Wars. Was Jurassic Park's tagline? Was it A? Oh. Ah, dinosaurs. (laughs) Oh, I think I know this. Okay, keep going. B. Have we got a vacation for you? It's Westworld, I think. C. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. Or D. That's actually Brad's slogan for women. Yeah. Or D, an adventure 65 million years in the making. D. Yeah. D. Good job. Okay. I was like, what was the poster? Because that's like on the poster. Yeah. So I was like, wait. Yep. Yep. Laura Dern played Dr. Ellie Sattler. Mm-hmm. Sattler, yes. Who was originally offered, oh, who was originally oh. offered the role <clears throat> of Ellie Sattler? Was Ooh. it Juliette Binoche? This I might know. Was it Helena Bonham Carter? Was it Winona Ryder? Or Julie Delpley? I don't know why. This is probably so wrong. I'm. A, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I want to say Winona. Okay. It's Winona so Ryder. Can I take a guess? Sure. Binoche. Okay. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I'll know once we do all the questions. Oh. Okay. So. Oh. Boom. And all then right. I'll hit enter and then see your results. Oh, good. That's more fun anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, what kind of dinosaur do you see the Tyrannosaurus eat in the film? Diode. Dionychus, com, sung, a compi, probably with either the com songathus, mm-hmm. Edmontosaurus, or Gallimimus. Gallimimus, D. yeah. One of the kids says that. Gallimimus. Jurassic Joe, Joe Mazzello. Yes. Shout also out to from, Joe. Shout, uh, out, shout out to Joe. Joe. Went to USC yeah. with him. Met him four times. Never Woo-hoo. remembered me. <laughs> there you go. What prevents Jurassic Park dinosaurs from reproducing? A, they're all male. B, they're all female. C, dinosaur contraceptives. Or D, <laughs> they just don't fancy. Is that each what other. Shaq wears? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's his size. They're all female. They're all 
That grandpa says all the good dinosaurs in the park are girls. <laughs> All right. By the way, after this, at some point, Lyric, you need to like do some sort of, if you ever do a Kickstarter, you're trying to raise money, you have something where people can buy to sit and watch Jurassic Park high with you and you on mute and you do everything. (laughs) Yes. I would pay, and I'll say right now, five G's for that. Just sit and just watch it and be like, you got to do everything though. Top to bottom. Yes. That's the second Joseph Mazzello line we got in too. Shout out to Joe. Wait, what's the second line? He also did dinosaurs. Grandpa says all the... the dinosaurs in the parks of Giles. <laughs> Left oh up that sky I didn't know he was also in Mary Poppins. Yeah, <laughs> what is that voice? <laughs> what breed is the ill dinosaur? Ill as in sick, mm. not ill as in Beastie <laughs> Boys. Be yeah, yeah, you're a good what, host. What breed is the ill dinosaur the visitors come across on their initial tour of Jurassic Park? Is it A. Iguanodon, B. Stegosaurus, C. Triceratops, or D. Diplodocus. Diplodocus. But it is... <laughs> but no, no, no. It is Diplodocus. Triceratops. Ah, so that's right. Yeah, that was one with all the shit. Mm-hmm. There you go. That is one big pile of shit. Yeah. Where's Piat? Piat, where you at? Yeah. Uh, uh, why does Dennis Nedry... Mm-hmm. Nedry. Sh- why does Dennis Nedry shut down the park's security systems? A, by mistake. B, in protest of unfair working conditions. <laughs> I want that. C, to steal some dinosaurs. <laughs> or D... For the LOLs. Ah, see. To steal some dinosaurs. All right, that that one was easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How did the filmmakers make the famous glass of water ripple as the Tyrannosaurus Rex approached? Oh, me too. One. This is a great movie. A, a noise cannon. B, a guitar string. C, a vibrator. Or D, CGI. It's the guitar string. Okay. I do love, though, that you took a moment to consider vibrator like, being like, it's like, well, that would work. I'm going to keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to recreate it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Calamitous? Sure. What? Calamitous. That's what that word is. What calamitous event in September 1992 actually held up filming? A, an earthquake. Okay. B, a hurricane. C, a fire, or D, a lack of dildos. An actual dinosaur. <laughs> I'm going to go with a hurricane. Go with a hurricane. Okay. Well, it was filmed in Costa Rica, so. Yeah, yeah not bad. How many more yeah. left? Uh, three. Right, so we're good. Uh, all right. For how many minutes of the film are dinosaurs actually on the screen? Mm. A, nine minutes. B, 15 minutes. Great question. C, 32 minutes. Or D, 43 minutes. I'm going to say, let me think about it. 9, 15, 32, or 43. Ooh. This is sneaky. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, sneaky. I feel like... Let me do the uh, Let me do the, uh, the Jeopardy clock. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, Jurassic Park version of the, je- of the Jeopardy clock. I'm going to say... Ha. You didn't say the magic word. Ha, ha, ha. You didn't say the magic word. God, ha, ha, ha. Hacker, a, hate this hacker crap. Um, I would amazing. say, let's go with... Oh, God, 32 seems so... I want to say either 15 or 32. Mm-hmm. Um, damn. Because I'm trying to put all the, the movie together. Uh, and I'm trying uh, to like, uh, splice. Uh, one is right and uh, one, one, one is ro- uh, wrong. Well, um, I'm going to say... Fuck, but it can't just be... Not, I'm going to say 32. 32 minutes. That seems so long, but I feel like the movie's like an hour and a half. Yeah. There's a lot of dinosaurs in the movie. There's a lot of dinosaurs. The Tyrannosaurus sound effects were made up very, were made by using various other animal noises, Mm. including Mm. a 
A, whale. B, penguin. C, chinchilla. D, chicken. A whale. A whale. <laughs> Two more questions. Jurassic Park broke box office records, but which was the first film to break Jurassic Park's record? I don't even count this question. What is it's A, The Lion King, B, The Matrix, C, The Phantom Menace, and oh. D, Titanic. What, Titanic? I don't count that. That's so You weird. don't count that, but I think that's right. Yeah, we'll just say Titanic. I think that is right. Yeah. And then, like what character dies on the toilet? Donald Gennaro, Dennis Nedry, Robert Muldoon, or a Brachiosaurus? Gennaro, the blood-sucking lawyer. The blood-sucking yeah. lawyer. The, blood the only person on my side is the blood-sucking blood lawyer. lawyer. What, what does he say? Wow. We're going to make millions. We're going to make millions of this place. All right. I'm hitting the answer. A, a, a dino day? Submit answer. Lyric Lewis. I'm nervous. Oh. With a total of 15 questions possible. Yeah. One is correct. Two is correct. Three, correct. Four, correct. Five, Incorrect. What? Which one was that? That one was uh, who was originally offered the role right. of Ellie Sadler. I almost don't count that either. Adam was correct. It was Juliette Binoche, Whoa. not Winona Ryder. I am That's the a president of the Juliette Binoche fan club. <laughs> that was a weird question. Six. That was weird. I also don't count that. Mm-hmm. You know, six is correct because it's not the actual movie. It's, it's uh, yeah. It's knowledge Fact. outside the movie. Yeah, yeah. Six is correct. Seven correct. Eight correct. Nine correct. <gasps> Ten correct. Eleven. Correct. Twelve for how many minutes of the film are oh, dinosaurs yeah. on oh. screen? Incorrect. Oh, oh what is it? Fifteen. Fifteen I, minutes. Oh. Thirteen. Wait, what'd you say? Thirty-two. 32 but I went 32. back and forth between fifteen and thirty-two. Thirteen. Correct. Fourteen. The weird one. Titanic. That's correct. Wow. All right. <laughs> so there you go. And fifteen. The blood-sucking lawyer Donald Gennaro actually died. You got. 13 of 15, correct? Yay! Yeah. And you're in, at the bottom of that, it says, Rawr, pretty good. Yes! <laughs> you know what? Pretty good? Suck it! Suck Theguardian.com. The, the random pre-casting question. Yeah. yeah. That's not fair. Or how many minutes, how many the, minutes dinosaurs the dinosaurs were actually are on. You, 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 you got the vast majority of them correct. Thank you. You. you have truly proven yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Steven Spielberg, I'm available for mm-hmm. World Part 2. I'm sure you're already in production. Wouldn't that be amazing? You are the queen I would, of Jurassic Park. Like, I would love to just, yes, I will work in the, the booth. Like, <laughs> in the, in the th- those were great center. parts, Jake Johnson. Yeah, and, um, yeah I just want to be funny in the controls. I want to be the one that's like, now y'all know the dinosaur is going to eat y'all's asses, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to be that one like with chips, like Cheetos, and be like, "We need that." No, yeah. I'm not checking the Diplodocus today. He's yeah. done. Dynanicus, no, thank you. I want you to be like the female. I got a friend, Dynanicus. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got. She named her baby Dynanicus. He cute. He cute. Yeah. He cute. I want you to be yeah. This like. Uh, I want you to be the female Samuel L. Jackson role. Oh yes. my god! Yeah. I want you to have that role. Cigarette. Oh my god! You're his daughter. I'm his daughter. Yes, and I've come oh, back. Oh my god! To get my vengeance because the Velociraptors ate my dad, and I'm like, I'm coming for the Raptors. Where right? Yeah. I mean, yo. Yes. By then, the way, sassy then, black woman chasing down the dinosaurs. Uh, comedic gold. And then, right? I, Steven. Damn, Spielberg! You, you like sabotage the park to get the Raptors, and everyone's yeah. like, "Why are you start your own park?" And, and, you're, and you're like, "Why are you doing this?" And then you just stare right in camera and go, "Well, if you had just hold, held on to your butts, butts <laughs> you would." And everyone goes, ah! 
Oh my god. Then we then that's when we all figure it out. You're Mama's the daughter. daughter come oh. From vengeance. Why are we not god. writing every movie in Hollywood? That is brilliant. If you yeah. all would have just held, held on, on to your, your butt. butt. I would lose my fucking mind. My daddy told you, hold on <laughs> to your butts. <laughs> And then you see all, and you see Pratt just go, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> click, click. And then you take the cigarette, and because you haven't, we haven't seen you smoke yet. And yeah. then you take a drag of it right after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I burn it on something. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, click, click. and you just, then you just have that monologue of, do you know what it's like to, to hear that your father can't come home for your 13th birthday? And, and or a box comes and, and, it, and it's not a present. It's just a piece of It's a piece of his arm. <laughs> Because that's all they found. That's all that they had left of him. And they gave that to my mother. Because <laughs> the velociraptor ate him. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Shit don't sound exotic to me. And he gonna die today. Let's go. Oh my it's great, God. but we should... Let's hey, it's, Universal. I mean, Lyric, dude, it's... Come on, man. You put that shit out there. Like, is there... Are they already filming? I have no idea. I feel like someone tells me they're in production, but I have you should, no Here's idea. what you should do. Figure out a way to like just improvise some shit, put it on a tape, and just I don't know, send, send it, it out them. there and be like, give it to give it to your manager and tell yes, them the same thing like, that you yo, told them before yo. Matt TV. I'm like Naomi, go get it, go get it. Yes, go drop it off. I, I don't. You got dope people. Like, go. I'd pull some shit, man. That's yeah. so funny. I yeah. need to. Uh, Even if so, I was just as my dad told you to hold on to your. I bus. guarantee you, they don't have that in there. They I guarantee don't, they you, don't. And it needs to be called back. Absolutely. It it's one of the greatest callbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. Hold on to you. It's such a great line. They're mm-hmm. so concerned with, now I heard they're trying to decide whether to do CGI or, or animatronics. Animatronic. Like they got other fish to fry, man. They're not thinking about Samuel Jackson kid callbacks. Right. <laughs> he had a family. He, he did. Sure. He was an old guy at the point. Yeah, he had a family. Larry, I, yeah, you got to do that. You got to do that. My you dad, gotta my do da- that. My daddy told you to hold on to your butts, and you <laughs> just didn't listen. That's how you open it. Did ya? Did I? Um, this is so you funny. Turn- I almost wrote a sketch when Ghostbusters was coming out, where literally I was just um, um, what's his name? Um, Egon. His daughter. That was like oh, Ernie Hudson's daughter. Ernie Hudson's like, daughter. I need to be in the movie. I'm his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> also a great just idea. Was another daughter tangent. Like I need. To be <laughs> well, all right. Well. <laughs> But oh, this is a much better one. If it doesn't get into the movie, <laughs> yeah. which it yes. will get in the movie as, soo- as, as, as soon as you put it on the sketch. You I think hold so. on to your butt. <laughs> <laughs> one butt, two yeah. butt, red blood. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Move. All right. Well, it's good. either way, it's going to be a sketch on Mad in season two. Yes, it Maybe will. it's just every um, uh, popular black character in a movie, you're the daughter. Like, you take the movie... <laughs> Yeah. Like we do Eddie, we do Eddie too with Whoopi Goldberg and your yeah. Whoopi's daughter. Yeah. <gasps> Why are you sabotaging the Knicks? Because you fired my mom. No, because she always. Everyone's. I love it. I'm just everyone's yeah. daughter. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I want to be Denzel Washington's daughter from Training Day. That's like, a no great sketch. Oh, actually, be yeah. like you, King Kong still ain't got nothing on my dad. You're like, who are you, ma'am? I'm his daughter. I'm his daughter. <laughs> I play. I'm just. I'm the daughter. You're like really? The Denzel Washington, and Eva Mendez made you. Did they <laughs> make like, you? M- <laughs> yeah, obviously. He had a whole bunch of women. <laughs> I was one. Uh, Let's see. Well, every uh, people could maybe see some of this. Groundlings main company shows every yes every um Friday and Saturday night. We have go to the Groundlings. Go go go, go to the Groundlings right go now. The Groundlings. It's the holiday show, which is yeah. amazing. Our show Groundlings hookup app comes off of hiatus Love in it. January. Hook up. You guys have to come. Oh, yeah, done. Hook it up. Yeah. yeah. But it's Friday nights. Um, we have two shows on Friday. Eight is the sketch show. 10 o'clock is an all improv jam. Saturday night, eight and 10 are both sketch shows back to back. 
So either one, whatever tickles your fancy, come on through. And just go because it's something that, all right, it's going to Saturday Night Live. Granted, there's no celebrity and there's no uh, boring musical guest. But, but like, there's just good raw sketch comedy with no commercials no no weird standards and practices it's like just, none of that it's just raw it's and raw it's sketch form. comedy i play a stripper well go just for that come for that because because you cute thank you <laughs> you cute girl after this holiday season i'm gonna have to be eating kale and water <laughs> go back to the show I tell you that I've been I've been enjoying this break, but now I'm like, oh, no, man, I gotta that, and just if, do my and if, cayenne pepper and kale. And if you eat too much kale, then you really got to hold on to your butts because that's, <laughs> that's Brad Williams for the win. Good night, everybody. Yes. Lyric, I love you. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Why wait to live your best life? Stop letting fibroids and endometriosis take over. Right now, thousands of women who have visited the specialists at the Center for Innovative GYN Care at InnovativeGYN.com are saying the same thing. I shouldn't have waited. Waiting to treat a GYN condition can prolong the symptoms and often make them worse. Fibroids will grow and endometriosis will spread. If you ignore a GYN condition, you can also risk anemia from increased blood loss. Why are you waiting? The CIGC difference is our training and our techniques. State-of-the-art, minimally invasive procedures are performed as same-day outpatient surgeries. Recovery from the exclusive CIGC procedures is just days. Innovative techniques, superior results. That's the CIGC difference. Book a consultation at InnovativeGYN.com or call 888-SURGERY. 